Lime, duh. Ah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling. Dan Black, a.k.a. Tatsuki Black Kamora, a.k.a. Donnie Oat Milk. Johnny Oat Milk, take a sip of my latte, a.k.a. the modern day goof and spoof, Haraja, coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, gabba, wee, yeah, yeah, gabba, 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 yeah, yeah, this girl, she's mine, and, uh, she's fine, I've been here for 12 what up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy, 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 caliente wrestling reactions. Whew. Who's ready to get into it? I'll tell you what, I am. Oh, man. A lot to cover in the world of pro wrestling this week. Um, but before we do it, I just want to let you know that if you listen to this podcast every week, Sammy Guevara, uh, and you, uh, <laughs> well, I got a shout out. Someone likes that the Sammy Guevara drops are just random. Somebody, <laughs> I forgot what Chabroniac, what listeners. Yeah, I forgot to, I laughed at it. He wants his, he wants his Sammy Guevara's to be uh, hashtag out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, so here's the deal. <laughs> There's only one way to support this show. Uh, Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. We are grassroots. If you listen to this show every week, consider giving us a couple of dollars to keep this show afloat, Daddy. Because if you take us for granted, you know what happens? Boom. We might Thanos ourselves and disappear one day. Uh, but... We're also not asking for handouts. We got tons of bonus content, more, probably more than we should have. Uh, <laughs> we have the Cal Movie Club coming out every Monday night slash Tuesday morning. Uh, Aaron and I dissect movies uh, with the silliest entry point for why you would ever watch a movie just because it has a professional wrestling talent in it. And Aaron, sometimes. <laughs> and sometimes not even. Aaron, what movie did we talk about this week and what movie can the cow movie club members uh, expect uh, in the future next week, meaning next week? Well, first and foremost, what up? Um, second of all, oh, yeah, what up? folks, what up? What up? Uh, this week we watched a 2011 classic, a Tubi classic yeah. knockout starring Stone Cold Steve Austin and many, many Canadians. Right. And by the way, Tubi is the official streaming official service streaming of the Cal Podcast. Uh, Ooh, maybe that's who we can get to sponsor us. Tubi. I want Tubi to be a sponsor. The problem is oh, that that's it. The show, Tubi is free. I don't think they're making any cash over there. Well, they're giving that, those ad dollars, and we give, we're giving them free free uh, advertising over here. Yeah. But um, All right. So coming up, for next week 
you should check out the movie The Running Man on Amazon Prime starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. Jesse the Body Ventura, a 1987 wow. classic. Oh, wow. It's a classic. It's a classic? Um, yeah. Aaron, you've seen it already? I've seen it a couple times before, and I watched already <laughs> in preparation for the next oh. CMC oh, installment. good for you. <laughs> okay. A little extra credit. <laughs> come out. Also, every Friday morning, uh, Tulo and I, we talk, we do an AEW NXT-centric episode where we ask you all, we answer your questions about NXT and talk everything to <laughs> AEW NXT and mark out even harder than the main yeah. pod, if you can imagine. <laughs> oh, uh, mm-hmm. I would describe those bonus episodes as the equivalent of the Chris Farley show of wrestling <laughs> yeah. where Tulo and I just both go, yo, That's did you awesome. see, you saw Brian Cage's abs and you're like, yeah, yeah those were cool. Those were cool. Yeah, that, was cool. Awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Those were awesome. Yeah. Um, check that out. Um, but hey, let's get into everything that happened in the world of pro wrestling this week. Um, and so, um, and, uh, uh, to, to kick first, let me introduce who we have here today. Obviously, you heard from Aaron Trinity, the first. What lady. up? What up? What up? And also, we have filling in for Alex Newman, who's having his second week in a row of technical difficulties. The man has been defeated by the internet. Hashtag pray in for Newman. I'm still holding out hope that he'll pop he'll in. Pop I would in. say would you would say I think he's honestly been metaphorically thrown off a building again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who's behind it this time? Oh, Fucking Spectrum. Donnie Spectrum. His new cat. <laughs> Donnie Spectrum. Yeah. No, but we've been trying. But just to let you know, Newman, the past two weeks, is supposed to be on the pod. We're having a lot of troubles here in Quar Time. The only way to rectify the situation, patreon.com. Let's find a way to throw money at the. Yeah. You need to be able to tip these Spectrum internet guys. All right. But Tulo filling in the super mark, the architect. And let me remind you. The holder of the cow money in the bank briefcase. Um, yeah. The cow titles felt, you know, very on hold during the COVID era. Uh, but let's not remember that still in the comedians wrestling, I'm still currently the cow heavyweight <laughs> yeah. champion. You are, it's and, on hold and you are holding it still. That's right. Um, um, a lot of people have been messaging me asking, does this time count towards my title reign? And wow. I and I think I think yes personally I think yes but um. yeah obviously it does like time hasn't stopped you know that's right Drew, Drew McIntyre is still the champ what are we talking about uh, Eric well, can t- we look into this for next week can we find out if I am already the longest reigning cow champion <laughs> yeah I can look into that for you easily. I think we have a doc already. So I think we had something set I'll up. I'll figure out the stats. Yeah, let's. We have to go to the stat. Uh, single, Aaron, the single run. I have to go to my span or tank. cumulative. Yeah. Cumulative days or single run. Like, well, Aaron is this puts the on. Run? Aaron puts on. Um, she gets a. She puts on the like a, a business cat. suit and skirt and, <laughs> okay. and holds a clipboard and she becomes the statistician. The Dana yeah. Brooks. The, the, everyone remembers Dana Brooks run as the statistician, the right? I yeah, oh my god! Like, <laughs> for three months, I had yeah. no idea that was Dana Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> for Titus, Titus Worldwide. <laughs> yeah. The biggest, the best pyramid scheme running. <laughs> I have an abacus uh, that I consult uh, on the figures, so we'll, we'll, the think tank will get back to you on that. Oh my um, God. Aaron, what was that word? Abacus. 
Oh, good for you. <laughs> no, that's not, even, that's not even that good of a word. I know all the words. All right, anyway. Oh, let's, right. Let's many, many it. words. Who wants to get into the spice zone this week? Let's do it. Um, <laughs> Yo, so what's up? I'm here. <laughs> Nick Tulo is here. Hi. Hi. Hi, guys for, for doing it. All right. I'm happy let's to be talk, here. Well, yeah, let's talk about pro wrestling and um, uh, – Tula, while we're on the phone, you want to post a, you want to you want to post a, uh, I'm on a, a, a questions thread. Oh wait, Eric, you, oh shit! All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll find a second. Okay. I'll do it. Post okay. a question thread because we're gonna go right into For the, the bonus, bonus episode because we just watched AEW NXT, so we'll do it. We're, we're fresh, but right now let's jump into it. So, all right, I think where we're gonna start. I got a lot of stuff this week. I felt like I was hitting a lot of stuff that was coming at me was outside of the ring this week that mm-hmm. I thought was pretty interesting. Um, and as we know, Raw continuing to have historically low ratings. Now, obviously, look, I'm slipping a little bit into Donnie Dirt Sheets this week, all right? <laughs> oh, Donnie, Donnie your, Dirt your, Sheets is back this week? Donnie Dirt Sheets is back, okay? Got your hoagie and your LaCroix, right? Honestly, yeah. I love this guy. Donnie Dirt Sheets, he's always got good intel. Yeah, um, he's a good – I'm here for it. Someone's got to do it, right? I just – I re- regurgitate the sheets. Here's the deal. Wrestling is in such a weird zone right now that the sheets kind of uh, – some of the outside of the ring stuff is kind of hard to not talk about because it's kind of what everybody is talking about. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, even though there is some good stuff going on in the ring, but we'll yeah. get into it. So for, first thing I want to get into is Adam Cole on Pat McAfee's uh, – <laughs> is that his name? Pat McCafferty? <laughs> Pat McAfee? McAfee. 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 Oh, McAfee. Right, sorry. But that wasn't an insult at all. Um, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that guy – I would say this about that guy. If anything about that guy bothers me, it's the fact that he's doing such cool shit that I want him yeah. to do it. So it's yeah, a yeah. pure jealousy moment. You know, we talk about that. So I think he's doing cool shit. But he had Adam Cole uh, on his um, either podcast, radio show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and Adam Cole was on there, and they got into an altercation. Mm-hmm. And so, listen, a lot of people sent me this. Um, <laughs> this and we'll, we'll get it. I guess the first thing we'll say is, if you watched it, did you guys see this thing? I yeah. did, I I only saw it like with no audio, like while I was scrolling Twitter, so I don't right. know the full context. Okay, so I don't. I, I actually didn't see the full context, also, but I did go see a little it. more. I didn't see the whole like how it started. Okay, but in watching it, let's just start right here. Too low. When you watch that first gut instinct, work or not a work? Work. Right. Yeah. Like for me, you watch it. It's oh, a work because well, I, I know these guys, and there's no reason why Adam Cole would be on his show doing that. Adam Cole, you know these not, guys. Like, you know, like I, I've, they always oh, have good this. Good for you. <laughs> a lot of they brags happening this... today. I'm calling out the brags. This yeah, yeah, brag yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they always had this beef, so it just makes sense to do it. And then as soon as I was watching NXT, I didn't even know he talked to Triple H. But as soon as I saw it on NXT that they were running a promo package, my first gut reaction when I saw the actual video was, uh, was oh, these two are going to have a match at, at NXT 30. That was my first thing I said. Work? So you're saying work or not a work? I said, yeah, 100% a work. Lock it in? Lock it in. Locked. All right. Um, it's going to work. Aaron, <laughs> would you like to say work or not a work? You want to lock it in? Yes or no? Lock me. I'm locking in a work. Okay. 
right. Uh, Clocking into work. Dan, all right, over I would to like, you. I would like to lock in 100% of work. Not only that, anyone who thought this was not a work, I think, is a bit of a jabron. Because, <laughs> uh, Big time. This, uh, no, no knock on Adam Cole, but this is not really great My work. My dog's barking. To be honest. I'll be right back. Uh, I can't hear, we can't hear it. All right. Um, but it's not really that great work honestly like not to knock cole or whatever but like right. he's not that amazing of an actor uh where i was like it's it's very clear that it's a work it's not how pe it's not like totally how people fight they're not having when, when he fights him it's like it's not because because all right uh i've listened to times where people have walked off shows and been at that level of anger this yeah. is not really how it happens that was extremely pro wrestlingly well pro wrestling i but, I'm Wait, watching what? it now, and it's just. I was gonna say this. This is you know what this reminds me of. This reminds what? me of the Poland Spring guy. This reminds me of the Poland Spring guy. This reminds me of a similar moment where people are like, "Was that part of the show? Did the Poland Spring water guy actually do that?" And your initial reaction, your real gut reaction, right. was to you were about to fucking punch that guy in the face. Yeah, and that. <laughs> so okay, so I just want to say this. Now we're how far away were you removed from this moment? Like a year and a half or something? Like yeah, probably yeah. close to two years. I want to just let you guys know. Still to this day, that was not a work <laughs> at all. I, that was I a, a legit. That it was not a work. And for the new listeners, by the way. So uh, two summers ago, I I did a show after SummerSlam that was in the Barclay Center. Um, and, uh, I, I did stand up. We recorded it. You can check it out. Adultwrestlingfan.com. It's a bunch of wrestling stand up. It's a good time. Ziggler was there. And at the end of my set, <laughs> Ziggler came up for fun. He super kicked me and it was supposed to be like a good, like send off to the show or whatever. And then I'm laying on the ground. Some guy comes up while I'm laying there and he takes my water off my stool and just pours it on me. Enchanting okay. Poland Spring. Poland Spring. Poland Spring. Okay. So then he pours the water on me, and you could see the video on my YouTube page. Uh, and I, I pushed him. I'm just saying for people who haven't heard, if you bear with us, I apologize if you know about it. But so I, I pushed the guy, and then I was like, what the fuck, man? And then I decided to give him a stunner instead of fighting him because I was like, I knew cameras were on me. We've litigated this a fucking 5,000 times, right? Yes. But I understand why people still don't believe me. It just doesn't seem real. It doesn't. I agree. And it's so funny because I, so I get emails when people comment on the video. I still um, get emails like every three months or something. I'll get an email of someone just being like, this is so fake. Like, <laughs> I wish I could tell each and every one of those people that that was not that was real i confirmed no for a fact that that guy was not a plant right now i didn't know that he was in cahoots with letterman the whole time i didn't know any of that and that he would show up at calmania and interrupt my title match and luckily i he was recruited those odds. yeah absolutely recruited to the lettermaniacs right i didn't that i that's stuff i didn't know all that but that was that was before that um yeah anyway i mean like calmania was just like a distant it wasn't even you know something you were thinking about when it happened you can also see that on my youtube page at the community wrestling a damn black youtube page you can also see my match against if you haven't seen that against adam letterman my arch nemesis um 
and I wrestled him, and Skylar Aston was the guest referee, Dolph Ziggler, the special guest timekeeper. Uh, yeah, listen, this is legendary stuff. And also, while we're mentioning Dolph Ziggler, happy birthday to Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yeah. Happy 40th 40. birthday. I mean, was... is that the most athletic 40-year-old you've ever seen in your life? I, yeah, pretty much. He looks uh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, re- on his 40th birthday, wrestled for the, the title. Didn't go yeah. his way, but uh, good yeah, match nonetheless. Um, okay, so but th- back to this Adam Cole thing, okay? Enough uh-huh. about me. I digress, okay? <laughs> Sammy Guevara. So... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so um, the Adam Cole thing, it's not – I don't think it's pers- – I think it's cool that they're doing it, but it's not, like, super well done or anything. Maybe no. in the context of if you were watching the interview and that just happened in the middle, then you'd be like, wow. But he's a pro wrestler, so it's like – it wasn't well, like – this is not I think the- they accomplished yeah. what they wanted to accomplish, right? right? They got a lot of people who don't know who Adam Cole is to send a video – of Pat McAfee and Adam Cole yelling to each other, to their wrestling fans being like, holy shit. And they're getting what they want out of us right, right now. So in that regard, yeah. it's cool and it's fun. Um, it's interesting because people are talking about Cole moving up. And then now Cole was on NXT <laughs> this week with the full UE. And I wonder if that was because they're like, oh, let's do this to boost ratings. And well, then they yeah. back to NXT. I know? wonder, or maybe McAfee brings somebody with him or like does like, he, you know, he's not going to wrestle, but it's somebody else. Like it's a big name or something, some kind of debut kind of thing. Right. Send Adam Cole on his way, you know, kind of, sh- yeah. kind of shit. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But, so then Triple H invited him to uh invited McAvee to come on on NXT, right? I, I think saw that. so, yeah. 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 And then so I saw some people posting me like, "Oh, so it was a work." And I was like, <laughs> "You thought for any second that wasn't a work like like <laughs> you know like yeah. anyone who's a mark, it doesn't matter if you're successful. It doesn't matter if you're famous, you know, like um if, if you see, like, we, we know Skyler, right? Like, Skyler's on a network television show, right? right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was in Pitch Perfect, you know, Skyler. He's, when he sees wrestlers, he's like, he might as well just be like a little kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, to get into, like, a fake fight with these guys is the fucking dream. So, anything yeah. always getting worked. No one's, and who would actually, st- anyway, okay. Okay, so, you know, that's fine. But anyway, it's a cool idea. I don't know if that'll, like, boost, you think that's a ratings boost? Really? Uh, I don't even know who the other guy is. He's very. He has a very popular. Like he's very popular, right? Is he like yeah, a, well, just a regular podcaster, like a Rogan? Pat McAfee. Type? Pat McAfee was a, a punter in the NFL, right? And oh. then retired and started and like gambled on himself, and then got a gig with uh, Barstool Sports and like doing all uh, that stuff. He's and a then Barstool re- guy. And then recently left Barstool Sports because he didn't really like like how things were going down and just did his own thing. So now gotcha. and NXT uses him as like a on-air personality, like for WrestleMania and NXT mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, right. Okay. And he's got, okay. he's got good charisma. He's fun. He's a Mark, you know, he, 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 we'll see. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. How, anyway, it's going to be a match. I got, listen, it got a good amount of attention. It's definitely yeah. worth talking about. All right, let's move on for a sec. So raw, we're talking about raw had uh, terrible ratings this week. Uh, ter- but I think really the more interesting story is how good the AEW ratings were last week. Yeah. Um, so AEW's ratings, apparently, I don't really know how ratings work. Again, I'm barely interested in it as I say it. But the thing that we have to note is if 
the if you just look at the pure numbers, it is pretty interesting. Raw numbers were like like hmm. one five, one four. You know what I mean? We're talking about Monday Night Raw. It's happening, right? <laughs> and AEW numbers are over a million. Well, wow. yeah, they at that one point during the Bucks match, it went over a million. And and that's what's really cool about it. That so the Bucks, so like that's something I love about TV. That like it's cool to still hear that like you can have a moment in in TV where like people the numbers spike because of a moment people are yeah. texting people you know yeah like, yeah like, right i so mean we I, all were doing that yeah we were all we were doing it that night we we're like holy shit this right. is fucking nuts it's it's kind of hard to see that but like while that bucks match happened i messaged while i was watching it messaged uh uh, uh letterman arlen like a chain that has the, all those yeah, dudes yeah. on it and i was like this buck match is insane so that's f- imagine they all turn on the tv they probably yeah. all did right they all probably so all like did, that yeah. is fucking cool so during that bucks blade ma- but what's so cool about it is that is that it's the bucks specifically i think cuz like the the bucks are like the king of the, the, the you know the king of the indies people were like yeah they'll never translate they're too small <laughs> and they're they're not a draw and then to see that they could get the numbers over a million where raw numbers yeah. are dipping down from 1 5 we're we're not talking about big gaps now pretty fucking cool you know yeah. it's true yeah it's very cool it's really cool um and it's also cool because we've been talking about how we've been talking a lot about AEW NXT because they're on the same night and that's where they're competing and it's almost yeah. like this false equivalency because yeah. like AEW is we should be Not talking about Raw and AEW and right. AEW. Yeah. You know, well, it's, that's been the trend since early on, or at least like a couple of months in, is that you realize it's not Wednesday versus Wednesday. It's like AEW oh, versus SmackDown and Raw. Like, right. Um, and I stick to it. By the way, when we talk about any kind of ratings wars or anything, blah blah. blah I am a I am an AEW supporter and a WWE supporter. I'm a supporter <laughs> for more wrestling, more jobs, more places for guys who are not clicking in one company to be go have different creative differences over there. You know, like uh, you know, so that's always where I stand. So this is not AEW first WWE. It's all about AEW being a legitimate staple in pro wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's really cool. Um. Uh, yeah, so let's all right. So let's talk about. Let's jump over to WWE for a second, and let's talk about. Looks like we have set Drew McIntyre versus mm. Randy Orton mm. for the title at SummerSlam. Seems to be all but set. I think it is set. Um, yeah, it's set. <clears throat> okay, so look, it's kind of crazy how this went down. We knew we knew Randy Drew was going to happen. And, yeah. you know, I mean, this is how they do Ziggler. Ziggler literally has a title shot that night, and they're already <laughs> setting up the SummerSlam match. Right. It's like, you know. Oh, all right. man. Fucking priceless, dude. Right. You're like, like okay. Like, that That actually made me, to be honest, made me think there's a chance that Ziggler could win because it's like the ultimate too. swerve, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then too. I was like, what if they went for a triple threat at, at SummerSlam with the three of them? Because Ziggler, yeah. like, somehow put himself – like. You know, again, gun to the head, I would never have bet that's what's going to happen. You know right. what I mean? Based on Ziggler's booking. And, but I was, but you know, you try to like, when you're watching the show, be like, well, there's a title shot, so maybe it matters. Anyway, Randy calls out Drew. So right before Raw went on the air on Monday, I said, I posted in the Facebook group and I said, if 
we're here and they want to go Drew Randy. If you want to go Drew versus Randy at SummerSlam, the booking needs to be very slick, is what I said. Because yeah. Randy like has been killing it in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, the king and, of quarantine. King of the right. He's the king of the quarantine. Randy 2020. He's killing it. And he specifically has been mentioned that he was like, I don't need titles. Like, I'm above titles. Like, some kind yeah. of line there. And when he's fighting Edge, it's more personal. He feels more like he he follows his gut over just, like, following the, the classic right. trajectory. <laughs> right? And then Randy also, when he starts getting the title picture... That's when you start not caring about Randy. It's like there's yeah. a thing where he, when he touches that title, he gets uninteresting, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So, right? So I was like, I really hope they don't just book this as like the way they did. And so then it, it, the Raw kick, I posted before Raw, Raw kicks off. With Randy, Randy, I hear voices in my head. He comes out and he just goes, "I, you know, I've been thinking about it and I've been doing all this cool stuff, but something's missing. I want the title out of nowhere." He wants. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that's on brand. Sure. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. It really wants, bothered me, man. Right. Because you're like, he wants the title out of nowhere. He wants the title. It, it, it's like, oh well, I, now I'm upset with Drew. He's like, there's been something missing, and he kind of, kind of said like, I've been. They kind of inferred, like, I've been acting this way because, like, the thing inside of me, it's because I don't have the title. And you're like, no, I don't want that. No, no, no. That's silly. Right. Wouldn't it have been better if he, like, if, like, Brock came back and, like, was like, Randy's, like, you're not going to run through all the legends here or something like that. And they had that match at SummerSlam instead. And you get Randy Brock. And Randy beats fucking Brock. So that makes, gives him the shot of Drew. Like, not just that, like, it's just, like, it, it just bothered me so much. And just because of what it does, you're already booking a match before a match even happens. The AEW did it tonight too with the, uh, I forgot what it was, with the Darby, uh, MJF with Mox, Mox. But then there's a, there's a title shot against Darby next week. You know, like. Right. right. I mean, Mox, it's, that, that actually is not bad technically because right now what they have going is that MJF is uh, starting a campaign to, yeah. co- to to get that title shot. So they would, it would make, it, it technically makes more sense. So right? fucking good, right? man. Uh, but okay, which we'll, we'll go to that. But to stick with Randy Drew, here's the deal. Randy Drew, I understand that is a great marquee matchup. Drew's mm-hmm. kind of ran through a bunch of guys. You need a big boss for him. At I understand why you want Randy Drew. The problem is that the like I said, I I get that match. I think that's a really cool match. I think that had to be something Randy was. He shouldn't be proactively pursuing. It should have been something yeah. he reactively received, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know. And the problem they yeah. can't do that because there's no GM or any structure. So who's giving and setting title shots, right? Like right. you don't. There's no one. So the only way to get a title shot is just by attacking somebody, and then they accept because right now it's the inmates running the asylum, really. Right. When you're watching the show, so mm-hmm. that that that's my issue with it. Is like. I, Randy is too cool. Randy works really cool when you just when when he's either following his like id, mm-hmm. his like reptilian brain, mm-hmm. right, or his like you just put him in a scenario and then he shines, brain. right? Yeah. So anyway, like why don't I, I think even if Drew called out Randy, that would have been cooler, right, right, right. Like, and then Randy was like, "Why would I even bother with you? That title, like." 
I'll get that title when I want that. Right now, I'm yeah. just killing it without it. And, and then like, Drew Drew's could like, force his hand. Yeah, Drew should have went asked mm-hmm. for Randy, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Given it stops like yeah. The, the the train stops here, you know, like you're not fucking going to keep going and doing what you're doing and thinking you can get away with it because it should be because it's technically Drew's company. He's the champ, you know, if he, right. he's got to stop shit from happening. It's kind of like what MJF said about what Mox is doing, being the dictator and stuff. You know, it's like got to fucking if you're the champion, you should be leading the brand and carrying the brand. Right. So, yeah, yeah right. So makes sense. Right. So, look. And and I think that this is the kind of stuff that this is the kind of stuff that WWE gets away with, right? So what they mm. do is they get away with let's call it like rushed or sloppy writing, because ultimately at the end of the day, next thing you know, you blink. They got so much content. It's Randy yeah. versus Drew at SummerSlam, mm. and you're like, oh, yeah. don't match. They put yeah. together an amazing <laughs> package. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the thing is that, like, you know, the cream rises. Like, all these details. So when you look at, like, stuff that AEW is doing, it's really cool that they go out of their way to, like, call that TNT title the in, – oh, it's the independent wrestler title. And, like, there, there, there are, like, small things you can do. Mm-hmm. They're not small. Like, choices you make that make people get – Go like, oh, cool. Like, it, it, it adds up, you know? It's something you no, always sorry. have to kind of remind yourself. But, yeah, I mean, anyway, that being said, obviously, Randy Drew, <laughs> it feels like the match, you know? It's a, it's a lot of beef. <laughs> so, SummerSlam was originally scheduled to be taking place in Boston, Massachusetts, right. which we all know that – Massachusetts, which we all yeah. know that it's not anymore. So right. – What's the good word? Are we? Is it Performance Center or are they going elsewhere? Do we know? Are you? I mean, wait. Are you? Do you want to know what the sheets are saying right now? Are you asking the sheets? sheets are. I'd like to consult with uh, your colleague Donnie Dirt Sheets. Let me look at the sheets. (laughs) You need to like it. You need like a. Let me check the sheets. That's it. All right. Reporting from the sheets, Donnie Dirt Sheets. Bring some of the RGN sound drops in here. They, rumors are SummerSlam will be held on a boat. Oh, yeah, rumor. or on a beach. <laughs> or a beach. This is the rumor now, which some would be fucking sort awesome. Of, some sort of water-based uh, location. Yeah. Right, so, so yeah, yeah. it was supposed to be in the TD Garden, which would have been very cool for Sasha, um, because yeah. uh, she would come in as the champ. And but by the way, she loses everything. Yeah, she would have lost it there. Losing yes. her whole time. That's yes. kind of like a sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lost to uh, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, she yeah. So yeah, um, they're talking about that's where they want to do. Um, so by the way, this is just a side note. Last year, was it Kofi Randy at SummerSlam? Was that SummerSlam? Uh, I was there in Toronto, and it was. I mean, I know Kofi beat Randy clean. Was that the SummerSlam? Was that? No. I think it was SummerSlam. I don't remember. I think it was, and we were all ready for Randy to win. But was he? Yeah, I think. I think so. Mm. I was there. I don't even remember. I remember Finn. That was Bray Wyatt uh, as the Fiend. Right. Debut. So anyway, um, 
It's funny because I feel like they always it, – it, I don't know. Just pointing out the pattern. Do they just always throw Randy Dolph in the Goldberg. Because it was like they had Orton Lesnar at SummerSlam one year uh, when yeah. Orton Lesnar cracked them open. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, I'll never forget. That was That was crazy. so crazy. That was so oh. crazy. Um, let's see. Yeah, well, whatever. SummerSlam, I hope they do it somewhere outside. I don't think it's like, look, we, we've said, oh, well, what flavor? Shit, what flavor is that? Uh, that's it's uh, polar seltzer lime. Oh, polar. Yeah. It is lime, oh, yeah. though. But I don't get, like, the thing is this is, like, I don't, <clears throat> I'm cool with SummerSlam being outside. They should, <clears throat> they should definitely do cool stuff. But if they think that's the fundamental problem with WWE, it's not. Like, yes, they should move to a cooler place than the PC. It is a, definitely an annoying problem, especially because they have so much content and it all looks the same. And mm-hmm. they should do something like outside or something fun, like to make it to to just make it more dynamic. Yeah. But they also just need the show to like have to make more sense, like you right, <laughs> you know, because <Yeah>. like. <laughs> Um, yeah, and and I think we we should push right into that because that's kind of like the interesting thing is. So I watched some of the interview with Eric Young. Um, that match ended in a double countout, by the way. Kofi Randy last year at SummerSlam. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. But then I don't remember I know, that. At I know all. that that was when that. But but then I know Orton. But I know Orton lost clean to Kofi at some point. Mm. And nice. then I think the next match was then when he lost to Lesnar. It was like when he was doing the this stupid, 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 stupid. It's so many stupids. So many legendary. Yeah, but Randy did cut a great promo on Monday. But anyway, so Eric Young, um, he 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 had some interview. Uh, he got. You know, he's talking about him being let go from WB and even at similar knocks uh, to Vince that kind of mock said. And yeah. He said, plain and simple, you failed your company. You failed the shareholders. You failed the fans and you failed yourself. He's talking about Vince McMahon. The reason I wasn't on the show was his choice. No one else's. I would tell him to his face, you failed as a leader. I feel like it's a massive waste of my talent. It's a massive waste of my experience and my ability to do a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And then from the clips that I saw him go on to say, um, uh, uh, he, he, he went on to say, uh, he, he went on to talk about just basically like, yeah, you can't, you, you can't, do any anything there like you can't get any creative decisions it's a fight the whole time to, to do things that are like not embarrassing is basically the words yeah so, look that makes sense. more of this stuff coming out i think that the the thing that i always I, the reason i mentioned this is i i think that the way i always describe how wrestlers are treated there and i really think this is the way and i think i encourage wrestlers to listen to me and say this is that you are hired to be an actor in WWE. Yeah. But the expectations are that you're an artist. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone watching is bl- almost blame. They can't help but blame you for the creative. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And they like, literally, you have guys like Stone Cold and Booker T telling these guys they're not grabbing the brass ring. They're like <laughs> spreading this. At, like, even right. though they know this is the process, it's, ver- it's very nuts you know yeah that's a good point yeah um 
but yeah, I'm just thinking if you, in, in terms of it right now, like if I'm WB, I, tr I, I, tr I would just try so much more new shit. Like, let's talk about Alistair Black for a second, okay? As <laughs> one of the biggest failures on the WB roster right now, okay? And I'm being slightly negative. I'm in Donnie Dirt Sheets mode. What do you, what do you mm. expect? But I just want to talk about it because we're right now seeing a program that is Alistair Black versus <laughs> Seth Rollins. Sounds are, awesome. Right? Sounds awesome. You would be you would creaming be like, your jeans. I was <laughs> going to say cream your jeans, and I that's why I hesitated because I didn't want to say creaming your jeans. <laughs> uh, literally creaming your jeans. You would be yeah. creaming your jeans. Yeah, thank you. I, when you say it, it's fine. When I say yeah, it, I feel like yeah, yeah. cream. Mm -hmm. You have permission um, to say it now. Yes, thank you. You would be. I mean, we're talking about Alistair oh, Black. Oh, yeah. Coming at you, everybody. Alistair Black. Hey, guys, everybody, time to rise and shine from your graves and start the day. We're kicking it off here at the Alistair Black channel, everybody. All right. Good core workout. This is, this is too much of a lead up. <laughs> but. Right? Like, let's remember yeah. who Alistair Black is. He's one of the best talents they have in the company. He, mm -hmm. Right? And you don't care about this character at all. You don't understand who he is. You don't get the gimmick. It's just he rises from his grave. Like, he rises up. That's it. Same for a guy like a ricochet. Like, oh, yeah, he's... he. But, you know, these are one, two, mega talented guys. With me. <laughs> Like that's it. That's all we have was picking oh, a fight. You him. didn't know. <laughs> um, pick. That's an underrated drop in my <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you know why it's kind of hidden on my board. Um, right? <laughs> so what I'm saying is that like yeah. so, Alist so Alistair Black like he, it's the perfect opportunity. Zero, zero, zero percent developed on the main roster. It's like you have this guy who's acting as a messiah, and you have this other guy who's like a devil kind of guy like just do it tell the story it's right there it's yeah. it's speaking right to you he seth literally dropped to his knees in front of him in front of alistair and like kind of like gave himself up to him and they don't even mention it they don't even so say like, anything about it i would even argue that the Rollins thing is not even developed enough, okay? But yeah. I still like it. It still yeah. works enough, but I'm saying the bar is extremely low. You know, right. I mean, right. if you think about um, when CM Punk was doing it, it was the straight edge society. Like, you knew exactly what he stood for. He's talking about sobriety. Yeah. You had, like, right to censor, which, by the way, I saw some people saying right to censors were jabronis um, in the Attitude Era. I, I mean, <laughs> I think right to censor is a great idea. Right to censor should be in WWE right now. They should be called SJW, the Social Justice Warriors, yes. and they should come out and just like, call people out for saying shit that's off, but it should be too far. People go nuts for it. Um, I know. I understand that there's implications there. That's they not can't a WWE stuff, thing. But it would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, would be cool amazing. AEW could pull made. that off, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, that's for an sure. Because right to censor used to be more of a conservative standpoint. It'd be like, oh, don't, like, you, literally they would come out and, like, cover up the divas. Like, Sable would be out there and they'd cover them up. 
Mm-hmm. Right? They'd be like a conservative like um mom group. That's a yeah. great that was that's a fucking great and their music was so annoying. It was just like ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I thought that was a great idea. Okay. Uh, like did I love it at the time? No, we're talking about the best era in wrestling. No one was a right to censor mark. But <laughs> right as a writer <laughs> Yeah, I would love to write right to the censor segments, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, <laughs> I wasn't buying their merch. I was buying the rock <laughs> shit. All you right. weren't buying like white button ups. Call, <laughs> no. call the group. Uh, no, I'm cancel still... culture. Cancel. I mean, right? Like cancel what, culture society. Uh, the real problem is, is that the wrestling thrives uh, as a reflection of reality, and right. reality is too. Uh, it yeah. is it's too Not good. hot right now. The temperature yeah. is too hot. To <laughs> Reality is way too hot. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, WWE is operating in a land that is so far removed from like the <laughs> right. real world right now. It's, and it's like, just run with it, I guess. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So the temperature is hot, but like, anyway, well, so I'm saying like straight edge study, like CM Punk, you know that he's actually straight edge. Uh, and then he's like shaving people's head, like being like, stop drinking and stuff like that. You know what he stands for. So anyway, the point is, is that what Rollins is doing, it's a messiah. It's a little more generic messiah. Mm-hmm. Fine. It's broader. I'm okay with it. But mm-hmm. then what is Alistair Black and why would anyone care about that character? Yeah. What is Alistair Black? It's a fundamental question. Oh, uh, you didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we answered yeah. <laughs> uh, So anyway, the thing is this is that uh, whatever. Okay. So that's what I'm saying is that so you don't have you don't know what anything about these characters. They're just wrestlers in in outfits and a little bit and then but then some guys like Orton get the benefit of just being themselves, which will go a long way when your show makes no sense to begin with. You know, imagine you had to come out as Aleister Black. You have to, like, look like that, and there's no explanation of your deal at no, all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just the presentation. It's not, like, anything beyond that level. Right. Um. Okay, anyway, it, you know... um. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if they did some kind of gimmick. Well, uh, I mean, that's that the whole thing was what it's what really bothered me and kind of like set me off of last time was with Extreme Rules calling it the horror show, and it just was just purple oh, and green I mean. in the arena. And I was so pissed off. I was like, how are you going to do that intro? I was like, damn, I'm legit like scared. This is kind of fucking really spooky. And then it was just like, yeah, we're here at Extreme Rules. And it's like just yeah, the it's a performance center on a Monday, yeah, just like Wednesday, decor- or Friday. You telling me they don't have like? I, I mean, you I, I come from, I come from an event production industry. Like to to do the performance center and make it look like a scary place would not cost that much money. <laughs> I'm telling you, mm-hmm. you know, and it's worth it for what you're trying to pull off. Don't call it the horror show then. If it's going to be SummerSlam and you want to do something different, it's easy. Just do actually, it on a fucking I, beach. I, I actually have a pull quote from Vince about <laughs> oh, why okay. the, why it was decorated like that. Oh. Okay. Not a perfect person. Well, at least he's admitting it. At least he's admitting mm. fault there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's a uh, look. The ratings are low. I'm reading things in the dirt sheets. They're going to try to get them up. But again, we talked about it last week. 
live TV so valuable right now. Nothing's getting <laughs> ratings. It doesn't actually matter as much. Most of their money has nothing to do with ratings. You know, they, uh, <laughs> right. so look. Uh, that doesn't mean it's good for business at all, and it doesn't mean it's good for Vince's ego. But all right, there's still some stuff uh, 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 happening. All right, so look, one thing that was reported. Moving on. Um, um, <laughs> oh, well, I'm just saying the cycle. Uh, what, is this on, more like, Donnie? This is cycle, it more Donnie Dare sheets now? That's I got I so much GG. Hold on. Donnie. <laughs> this is me looking through the internet. What is there? Oh, I got something. You didn't know. Got something for Snickety. No, but like, no, but I am saying like, what's going to happen with Alistair is that he will work, right? But it, it always goes back to the CM Punk pipe bomb, which is why it's so good. Is that where anything in wrestling is true? It's great. Is when he was like. Vince McMahon is a millionaire who should be a millionaire. He makes money despite himself. You know what I mean? And yeah. look, so, in some ways that's true. In some ways it's not. He is a genius in so many ways. He made a million uh, uh, great choices. But it's tough for us to watch. A lot of it's at the expense of talents we really like who don't get to do their thing that got them to the dance. You know what I mean? This yes. is like, it almost feels like it's like you came up, you're like the best Oh, man, I can't believe I'm going to do a sports analogy. But imagine, like, you're a closer, right? You're like Mariano, Mariano Rivera, Rivera, right? Okay. Like, you're, you're the fucking Sandman, right? You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're known for, like, you get, getting those last couple of outs, right? Closing right. out the game. What sport are you using as an example here? Uh, baseball. 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 MLB, oh. baby. Coffee's um, for closers only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MLB's <laughs> for closers. So, uh, and you do that. And then you get, so you're like, oh, that's what you do. And then you get drafted to the major leagues. You're like, this is my shot to do my thing. And they're like, all right, you're going to play left field. You know? Like, <laughs> that's what you're yeah. going to do for your whole career. And you're like, what? <laughs> I don't even... I only pitch. They're like, no, actually, you're going to be, we're going to see if you could bat ninth. You're like, I don't even bat. I don't, you know what no. I mean? <laughs> you're like, all right, like, fine. You know, like, we're, I we, guess, were, yeah. we were like, yeah, our thing was like, we were like scary Viking guys, but I guess we can like do Encino Man the movie if you want. <laughs> I guess what you want. We were like, oh, yeah. I guess that's what we could do. You know what I mean? So you're like, it's like, you've raised, it's Peter Principle or whatever. Like, you're rewarded <laughs> for your good work. Uh, by but with uh, with a role that yeah. you're incompetent at, right? I, it will. I'll always laugh. I listened to the uh, FTR on Jericho podcast, yeah. and when they were like, they showed us those pictures, and it was the guys in like the yeah. the oh, Doctor yeah. Seuss hats so and the upsetting. drumsticks, and I'm like, and imagine being these two guys, yeah, two guys who like literally Holy motherfucking shit. Care about this motherfucking business so bad that they just want to make tag team wrestling important in the biggest wrestling company in the world. And then they go into a meeting and they're like, all right, we're gonna give it one more shot. Let's see what they have to say. Yeah. And they're like, they just they just slide the paper over to you, they're like, check this out. And they're like, I, you know, like, I guess Ravers. if yeah. you want me to, if you want me to do it, I mean, I guess that's what I gotta do. I mean, you know. We talk, I talked about Matt Riddle. It's like, it's amazing that like Vince likes him for the way he is and hasn't tried to make him more bro yet. I mean, like bro. I'm waiting for it. And yeah. I just, I still haven't watched any of his. Actually, I watched one of them. But um, 
Um, it's yeah, it, yeah, that's yeah. the perfect example. It's like, well, it's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple ways to go on this, but it's interesting because you're talking about when we brought that up with the FTR. That actually, I didn't think was such a bad. The writing is not that terrible for that, and that's where the um, uh, uh, if I was scrolling the uh, the dirt sheets. <laughs> This is me You're like Clifford. Yeah, I found something. There it is. Oh, what's this over here? What's this over here? Oh, Dan, check this out. I'm listening to my JVC Kaboom box. All right. So anyway, listen. So that that actually that gimmick was kind of like, oh yeah, tag team wrestling has become such a joke. This is what we have to do. You notice it was it was ironic that idea actually. Yeah. So actually, that writing is not terrible for them. It's actually a heightening of what they did. Now that being said, it's two seconds before they put those costume bombs, and Vince forgets and puts them in the in doing yeah. what the Viking Raiders are doing, right? Yeah. yeah it's exactly. like not very dignified, even if right. it is ironic. And I think that that's the kind of the rub for those guys. Yeah. Now they're in AEW, and literally they in their contract it says they have to have tag team appreciation oh. night. They that they have to host like that's, and that's the, the perfect exact. That's it. That's, that's it. Really that's really good writing for them. That whole entire sequence and Phil Pestapani. Phil Pesapani. Phil Pesapani. He said in the AEW uh, chat, "Hey, Cat, um, that like that seek like if that was done in WWE, that would be in a dark, not well lit room, and it would be like some Sammy really terrible, <laughs> some really terrible writing, and it wouldn't be that. It's like." Yeah. Arn Anderson's here. He's a tag team uh, specialist guy. Okay, he looked over the contract, make sure they have the things that they want, specializing the ta- bare tag team matches to them specifically. In all FTR matches, you have to have a tag rope. Ten count has to be enforced. Like, I mean, I've never seen writing like that for wrestling ever in my whole entire life. They said and it's tag- happening in a. They said that the tag rope, um, mm. is just for their matches. Just for their matches. Yeah, they're yeah, like, we're, we're not going to wrestle without tag ropes. And by yeah, the way, if you don't know only, what that is, only... it's those ropes that hang off the turnbuckle that you have to be holding. Sorry. Sorry too loud. I just wanted to qualify that. Um, no, that's and that's the whole point. Like there we've never seen it's in like it feels like it's in a, a real law office, right? That they're actually sitting there. I believe it. They have these awesome unique rules to make it different. And the tag team appreciation night is just like so genius. What they're doing with the women's division, where they're they're just mixing up the tag teams for this tag team cup, uh, which is cool. Like, it's there's new creative ways. Yes, they also AW also relies on a lot of old things, the FTW title and like four horsemen kind of flares and other different things that they always try and do that they'll always duplicate and 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 do over again, but. They're also finding new ways, pulling from NJPW and finding new ways to make it different. WWE is not doing any of that. They're just bringing MVP, Shelton Benjamin, and fucking Bobby Lashley from 10 years ago and making them a stable. Like, it's wild that they're depending on that as a way to move forward when they have talents like Aleister Black and Ricochet and guys like that. Um, Right. Um, So... Interesting. You brought up AEW. You were talking about that, and 
and the excitement there. Triple H, so speaking of the fact that, like, that FTR thing was when they were pitching those costumes for them in WWE, and mm. Vince wanted them to wear, like, clocks around their neck and that. <laughs> so that's the thing that was kind of misinterpreted. Everyone was like, can you believe Vince wanted this? But actually, when you heard the gimmick, you're like, right, it's right, not right. as bad as it sounds. Now, similar, everyone was like, oh, wow, trip all over the sheets. Um, everybody <laughs> was saying that... Um, everyone was saying that Triple H called AEW exciting and fresh. That all the articles were like, Triple H called AEW exciting and fresh. You know yeah, it's this? totally taken out of context. It's totally taken out of context. He digs at them. So the quote is, he goes, to me, there's a moment in time when you begin something and it's very exciting and it's fresh. And there's some interest in it, certainly. But it's a big world. We continue to be focused on our product, continue to be focused on the development of our stars and our performers. And as Vince said earlier, we have a very long track record of doing this incredibly successfully for many many years and we will continue to do so so basically he was just saying yeah people like it now because it's new but watch just like everyone else they're gonna fucking die and you only like it because it's new shiny object that's what he said so everyone was like triple h they were like triple h everyone's so fucking dumb on the sheets and they're like triple h said it he he admitted it's fresh it's like no he (laughs) he gave it the most backwards backhanded compliment uh (laughs) yeah um, no, that was so like they funny, have the, you said they have no shot. And thank God he did. I don't want him to be complimenting AEW. I want him to be the fucking yeah, exactly. Like the game. Yeah, talk shit. Absolutely. Sasha Banks, the new official Raw Women's and Tag Team Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha Two Belts, I believe she called herself with a Z. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no. Two Belts Banks. Two Belts two belt. Banks. I apologize. You Thank can't you do the. Belts. You can't do the Becky Two Belts. It's already been. Sasha Two Belts. Um, no, it's Sasha Two Belts. Bailey Dose Traps. Yeah. <laughs> two Belts Banks. Two Belts Banks. Two belts, two belts, Sasha, Sasha Two Belts. I like Two Belts Banks better. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. What is it? It's Two, two Belts Banks. Oh, what did I say? Sasha Two Belts. <laughs> two belts yeah, <laughs> that's Becky. Oh man, you didn't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I wait? So what did I say? <laughs> you said Sasha Two Belts, and right. it's Two Belts Banks. Oh, which one do I like better? <laughs> Two belts bags. Oh, the one that they actually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't know. Oh, my God. So t- Two belts bags is way better than... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, agreed. Right. Folks, we've gone off the rails here, people. <laughs> oh, oh, oh people. <laughs> so I want <sighs> to think Kari Sane is the reason that Oscar lost the title. Um, yeah. So Kari Sane officially left WWE. Um, so bummer, definitely a bummer, right? Bummer, big bummer. Yeah, happy I got to see her wrestle in person. That was yeah, bad. So, we saw her win the title. Um, no, we saw her. Did she win the title at Takeover? She had that NXT title for like two seconds. Um, yeah, yeah, she gave it right back to Shayna. Gave it right back to Shayna. That was really interesting. And then got Um, called up. Yeah, but Kyrie, I mean, she, you know what? The, the interesting thing is she's going to go to Japan. Her husband's in Japan. Totally understandable. I, it's funny because she talks about going to Japan. Like, I'm like, oh, she's going to move into Japan. I'm, like, so jealous. I love Japan yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's going to live there. Um, I would, man, if I would book a trip to Japan right now if I could. Um, Tanakashi Tony, right? What was it? Tanakashi Tony? <laughs> Tanakatsu Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanakatsu Tony? Oh, man. Japan, <laughs> Japan is, Tokyo is so fucking dope 
I know. Um, have to go there whenever we're allowed well, back in. Well, my plan yeah. was I was my plan. I really wanted to do it before my life uh, ended. Was yeah. I wanted to go to for New Year's, go to Tokyo, and then stay for Wrestle Kingdom. That was what I wanted to do. And now, um, sucks. When I was there, Ziggler was wrestling in Osaka and invited me. Oh, right. WWE was there, and I but there was a typhoon, so I couldn't get to Osaka. Oh to, shit! To That's that. right. I, I remember that. Um, but um, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Just, whatever. Uh, that's a good, completely just derailed. It's just Japan's dope. So, uh, but it's funny because Kyrie Sam is talking about going there to live, and I get jealous. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from Me there. Too. But I um uh uh, uh yes, yeah, so Kyrie Sam. So Beck, Becky uh, Sasha Banks is the champ. Let, let, just let's let her remind everybody. I don't think she's ever had a successful defense of a title, right? I think if I'm wrong, didn't Sasha lose the title? Oh, she's lost it at any time she's defended it on a pay-per-view, I think. Pay-per-view. I mean, I remember I her so. losing it a lot during pay-per-views. So. Well, her and Charlotte did a thing where they went back and forth. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Like every pay-per-view for a little bit, which yes. is why Charlotte has like 20 title runs already. That was <laughs> before <laughs> Becky was on the come up. Right. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, so so they did... I read that they call themselves the two woman power trip, which I is that what sounds they? right. I, I read that. that on the um, in the sheets, but I didn't see I didn't them that. say that. And I also said that they kind of inferred in a, a dot com exclusive. They're like, we have all the titles, and they're like, no, we don't. We don't have that NXT title. So I think they're oh. still looking to grab that NXT title as well. Uh, I think Sasha and Bailey are totally working. Sasha's just you know. Listen, Sasha's not going to get any better, um, so I just enjoy her the way she is. Like She's always kind of what I, I've always called her an almost talent. I say she's the most almost amazing <laughs> ever. She has so much working for her, and it's just like her promos are just never there. She I never think she's cuts. found it, though. I think she never caught a flawless she has promo. To play, she has I to think play she's been doing it. She you think to. she caught a flawless promo? Wrong. <laughs> You you see, I, she, her promos are always like the timing. I think the, I think off. the last and the last couple of weeks it's been it's been lights out, man. I but think don't it's, you I think, think she's, that's because she's with Bailey? Like I, oh, 100%. I, I honestly look at Bailey as like Sasha's emotional support animal. Like yeah. she yeah. performs so much better and seems so much more secure when they're standing together than she does when she's by herself. Like uh, totally, I think, and I think that's important. I think they found a unique way to like kind of let them. Because I think it goes both ways. Well, I, 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 do. I dislike Bailey, but I like Sasha, and it's a shame that she can't pull it off solo. You know. Yeah, I mean, Evidently. I think Bailey well, is the is is the is like almost not the stars the wrong term, but like she's clearly like she's a lot better on the mic, I think, than Bailey than Sasha. Um, I, I think Sasha's very. She she's always looking for the words. She's just inconsistent. She looks like a fucking. Bajillion. I don't know, man. I feel like I, she looks yeah, like I, a legit I, boss. Yeah, she's she's killing it with everything. She it it's I I think it's all coming together now. I honestly really do. I, I I when she's talking on the mic, I'm always captivated. I'm always tuned in. She's she's got like a new swagger about her. She's got a new feel, and and I think it's all we're all obviously thinking it's going to lead up to something between Sasha and Bailey. And I think when that happens, I think it's going to be le- like legendary. Honestly, I think that feud, whatever it's for, if it's for all the titles, is going to be like 
insanity. I think think that's Someone what we're going to see. All four titles, right? <laughs> uh, um, um, yeah. I mean, it'd be a good way to bring back Nicholas. I think. Oh yeah. Any uh, opportunity to bring back Nicholas? Definitely Nicholas. the youngest tag champ of all time, no question. Yep. But um, yeah. Look, look. I'm not debating that. I think Sasha is working. I think that I actually am such a fan. Like I'm, I've always been a fan of her. That I, I kind of like always want her to be yeah. like a little. But I want her to be like where I, I've always hoped she would I, get to like Becky's level. You know. Well, yeah. I think but I, I think, don't think it's gonna well, happen. Well, listen. I mean, look how Becky. Look how far Becky has come to get to where where she was to where she is now, you know, or where she was going. I think along those lines, Sasha's always dabbled in getting there and never got there. And I right. think now that Becky and Charlotte are kind of out of the way, this is now this is Sasha's turn, Sasha and Bailey's turn to take over. And I honestly think that's what they're doing now. And I think all right. after all this is done, I think we're going to look back and be like, all right, four horsemen or four horsewomen are complete. Cause when you know, when Charlotte and you know, when Becky come back, it's going to be, insane they're going to be coming back into the most stacked women's division ever yeah um um de yeah definitely it's an exciting time for a, a, a lot of elements of women wrestling i was hoping for a better naomi segment this week the naomi segment was a letdown i was like she had all that momentum going i thought from the uh like the hashtag and then i felt like that segment was like the Miz acting like you know, it, it just was like an like asshole, yeah. Philly. And then like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They turned it into like a Lacey feud. They didn't make it a real thing. They just made it like, oh, here's a way to just keep the heat going for the Lacey and Naomi thing. So, um, you know, I, I, I always uh, Naomi. I always want to see Naomi fully work. I just feel like she's always. I, I've never seen her really hit a stride either. Um, yeah. You know, I like the glow stuff. I just don't really know totally what it means. Um. All right, but speaking of other people getting shots, Big E is now getting officially getting a singles run. And like all things in WWE, it's not merit-based at all. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's because Kofi is now injured, and so is Xavier, as we know. Yeah. So Big E is still a member of the New Day, has the blessing from Kofi to see a title run. What, what, do, you do, with, uh, what do you do with Big E now? Um... I mean, he's in Never Neverland over there in fucking SmackDown. So I think the first thing you do is get him the fuck out of there <laughs> as fast as you can. I think you, you have him in, have a feud with AJ Styles for the IC title. That's a good idea. I think, I mean, I think what you what the, the ideal situation would be is him versus Keith Lee, I think would be fucking a legendary match. Um, but it's, it's interesting because you, you – it's tough to get behind anybody in general when they're like already anointing you getting a singles run, you know, or it's your time. So it's like, where are they going to go? No Roman Reigns. I mean, the big guys, I mean, it's going to be Braun. I guess he can go after Braun if Braun's still alive. Did we even get any closure to that this week? Is no, Braun, did, Braun well, didn't show up on SmackDown. So, I mean, but so the really the only is like now like <clears> – <throat> The Fiend's fully back. Firefly Funhouse was back this week, and so... I mean, um, you could do some cool shit. You could do some cool shit with Big E and The Fiend, because Big E has the past with Dolph and coming from there. That's a great call. I would love that. Uh, being like, all oh, your, your friends are always overshadowed, and like a Firefly Funhouse match at SummerSlam e with Big E. With a Big E Fiend um, 
feud would be really cool. Imagine Big E and Bray. Also, like, Big E losing to Fiend could really set him off on a on a tear after that. Like, because we yeah. know losing to Fiend or like he changes you. So yeah. that's a great feud for him because it'll get him over with a guy who getting back to that Big E. Big that was the IC yeah. title holder, you know, and the and the NXT champion. That Big yeah. E, that Big E that was winning titles when he was doing it on his own didn't have to have. The supportive, he was the one winning the title, the tag team titles anyway. Probably, you know, he cut a package where all the times Big E won the titles or something and did stuff, you know, like all you I really do, the thing is, Big E's huge, he's jacked. What, like, the thing is, like, we and, and he has so much charisma and likability, I think it's very easy to put him in that Drew McIntyre zone. Because, mm-hmm. like, you just need what they do, they need to build up his strength again, make him feel more menacing. Right, make him like dominate guys, beat the shit out of them, show what he could do, and then he could also pepper in his pe- personality, and then it feels like a, su- a, a, a recipe for success. No, yeah, you know? I uh, think they have it's the right person to give a singles push just because he's got everything it takes to be successful, you know. Yeah, there's no risk there. Uh, um, I'm gonna say these AEW NXT topics mm-hmm. for the bonus episode we'll talk about a couple more things and then but uh but little teaser we're gonna be answering your nxt aw questions that I, we post on the facebook group but we're gonna be talking about the debut of warhorse on aw <laughs> uh his long-awaited uh uh his big moment in the uh, on the on the the uh, tnt sun under the tnt sun and uh, we'll be talking about MJF running for a title shot on the bonus episode. Is he tall enough or short enough to be oh my right heel? God, tail from the swamp. Tails from wow. the swamp. Uh, I've been posting in the Facebook group stuff that I find in the uh, the sheets. We're sharing the social media. All social That's media. a tail from the sound, the swamp drop. And then the other one is the fucking Donnie Dirt sheets. That's for sure. Yeah. That's it. Dan uh, dips his toe in the swamp so you don't have to. Yeah, and like I can't get enough of it. Like some people, this guy posted, they'd be like, "How can MJF be a real like a good heel? He's only five seven or something, right? Five nine. <laughs> well, he said he's not, but five nine. How is MJF supposed to be a great heel? And the pressing question is: Is that too tall for a heel or too short? I don't. Yeah, know. I don't. What what height do you have to be no to be sense. a heel? I don't know. Anyway, we'll be talking about the debut MJF uh, uh, campaign. We'll talk about um, the the uh, the bloodiest tack shot I've ever seen. Oh my god! And uh, we'll talk about Dexter Loomis advancing to the North American title picture. We'll talk about uh, the Keith Lee versus uh, Karrion Cross booking. See uh, where we think they're going with that. Regal saying these title shots need to be earned. Can he earn that? And um, yeah, and we'll talk about the debut of Matt Cardona, uh, Zack Ryder. Mm. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about a quick thing. Example: Baron Corbin puts out a King's Ransom. Okay. Yeah. On Matt Riddle. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's so fucking stupid. Oh. Like, 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 Baron Corbin looks like a fucking idiot with this king gimmick. Like, okay, look, I understand historically in wrestling you have that, but like, that, like, first off, I never really dig it. You know, the king. Anytime the king of the rings really worked, it's like when Austin won it, he didn't give a shit about the crown. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, he won it, and then and then told Jake the Snake to get the hell out of his ring, and had the most legendary moment of his career. <laughs> 
thumping your Bible, Austin 360 also, uh, says, I just whooped your ass, which gives me the chills every time I watch it. It's so good. Mm. Uh, but so like, yeah, but like I'm just saying when you watch, you, you turn on SmackDown and you're like, okay, so he's a king. So if he's going to pretend to be a king in this world, right? <laughs> someone has to be like, hey, just so you know, king's not a real thing. Someone needs to ground this thing, right? I'd be like, hey, like, you can't be putting, like, whoever's the GM or runs the show has to be, you're not allowed to put ransoms, right? Like, it's nice on NXT, Regal says to Karrion Cross and Keith Lee, just so you know, you guys don't just get to set up title shots here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, someone has to earn What them. have I always said about that, you know? Right. So you're like, but can't, but. Corbin just comes out setting King's ransoms, right? Like, you're like, all right, wild, what is wild, that? Wild. What does that mean? It's like, hey, are you sicking guys on our wrestlers backstage? Like, you're not yes. allowed to do that. Like, eh, I'm not doing it. It was just a joke. It's just like yeah. something like that to show that he's going out of control. But right now, in the the universe, you're supposed to expect this guy's a king. He sets out well, ransoms. That's okay with management. They have no problem with that. Wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> if, like, all the, he's like, oh, yeah, I was just joking around. Then someone actually ended up beating up Matt Riddle. And then, like, oh, like a week later, you find out, like, someone's like, He's like, all right, yeah, it's like pay up. And that could be such a great way to build a new <laughs> character on the show. Yeah. Except nothing's going to come of it. Nothing's going to happen. And they won't explain it. Right. Um, but, you know, whatever. They, that's why, you know, SmackDown is like, whatever, it's for kids. But Sheamus and Matt <laughs> and Jeff Hardy had this bar fight, and I thought it was a good yeah, time. Yeah, it was awesome. It was I thought time. it was a good time. I mean, I like Sheamus always stays in shape, which I appreciate. And oh, Jeff he's... Hardy looks to be in pretty good shape, actually, for him. Yeah, I don't think Sheamus has any body fat on him right now. Yeah. I mean, it's like insane. Um, this was he fun. Like Jeff man. Hardy, they, he jumped off a fucking ladder in a bar. This is a good time. <laughs> Listen, like, there's there's no knocking them. There's no knock. I, honestly, the wrestling has been like top notch on on the shows, but the shows are doing nothing to nothing for the wrestlers and nothing for the incredible wrestling that's going on. I mean, we had Drew versus Dolph was was amazing. Oliver's Lash, Oliver's Lashley was sick. I was like, I couldn't believe how good of a fucking match that was. No one's been able to get Lashley to have an interesting match for fucking two years since yeah. he's been back. And Ali just comes out and just makes Lashley look like a fucking superstar. And then uh, what was the other one? There was one Same more. Same with Dolph. Another... I mean, Dolph made Dolph made. <laughs> oh, the women's match was insane. Oscar versus uh, Sasha was so sick. That, yeah, that match was a good time. Uh, yeah, a, a lot of matches. It was, Raw Hub was full with a lot of good matches. That was like great yeah. moments. Like there is good shit happening. Like, um, like Seth Rollins like kind of beating the shit out of Murphy is pretty shit. fucking cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He really hits him. Like Murphy's really like every time he gets smacked in the face by Rollins, he's you. You know, he's thinking like, do yeah. I like this? Is this? Cool? I love. I love backstage conflicted. when he was like, he was like, is the kid? You don't think the kid's actually gonna really show up, do you? And like you can tell in that moment, yeah. like Murphy's like. Fuck! If he shows up, I'm gonna have to kill this kid. Yeah. Like he's like, I don't want to kill this Mysterio? kid. Yeah, yeah, Dominic, Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Yo, know, Buddy Murphy, low key. Sorry, Murphy, low key is. But like, give him the proper entrance. Have him come out to Seth's music. Like, don't have him come out to a, another version of a new song. Yeah, he Again, has his own like Murphy the, song, right? It's like another. It's another new one. It's like yeah. the fourth one in like <laughs> it's three the same weeks. Murphy graphic. That's though. even possible. Right. He has like Zack Ryder's graphic. They're right? just well, like you... trying different songs to see which well, one sticks. Change his shit. Just call him the disciple. Also, that Rollins like, song is not done yet. It's like first draft. I know. It, and every time I think it's Bailey coming out. 
Yeah, they have the same song. <laughs> that right, is true. Right. Like, okay, I understand it's like a, that's a drastic thing to say, but literally every time that first fucking thing no, hits, it, those songs sound exactly I, the same. I'm like, yeah. oh, Bailey, cool, and I like, I, I'm like, oh shit, well, it's not and Bailey. we're I just like, like trained to hear like, yeah. I just don't. My head doesn't go right to Rollins when I hear it. Yeah, yeah. Anymore. Um, one thing I'll say, a couple things. By the way, I think Bailey's gear is fire. I think she fire. looks really good. Um, I think her hair looks cool. I like the undercut. Yep. I actually think I've been looking at Bailey and being like, she looks good. She's, she's got, got beefy, right? She like put on muscle abs, right? Like yeah, she's, she's got jacked abs. up. Oh yeah, she looks pretty scary. And actually, to be honest, she's she is killing this annoying <laughs> gimmick. Like yeah. she is like like she's very <laughs> yeah. unfunny, like extremely unfunny, yeah. but like. She feels almost deliberate. I'm you know what sure. it is? I'm not sure she if it hit, is. <laughs> it's that it's that Baron Corbin like litmus test, right? Is right. it is it is it Baron Corbin heat or is it real heat? Bailey used to like when she was first doing the heel thing. You're like, oh, she's it's working because the she's being or the- yeah. It's it's like it's working because she's being you know okay. But so like annoying. if Bailey was if right. Bailey was doing this right now with crowds, if her and Sasha had twenty thousand people. They'd be fucking screaming so much right. at them, and 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 I I honestly think it works because now you watch them and you're like you're into what they have to say. You want to see what they're doing. It's not just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's like being him. annoying goes a long way. Like yeah. for me personally, yeah. I hate someone on a real level when they're annoying. <laughs> but when yeah. someone's just a bad guy, I'm like, okay, I see uh-huh. you. But like, I really actively dislike how annoying bailey is so it works on me i don't yeah. like her to begin with but like it's a success like being yeah. an annoying <laughs> person is like as bad as it gets in my opinion uh yeah i, I think it, it definitely is working it's yet to be like i've yet to see bailey have any kind of like devastation in the ring um like where i'm like you know, like her elbow, like her top. She none of her moves get any heat. Cheating like, to win, you know. But she's doing whatever it takes. She's cheating to win. She's I also the boss like that Sasha. Like she loves Eddie so much, but she can't pull off any of Eddie's <laughs> shit. She can't pull off like. Doing <laughs> like she's like throwing the. She's like trying to give somebody the title and lay down, and the ref's like, "I saw you do that." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, like oh, oh. my idol Eddie used to pull this off." It's like, oh, <laughs> Sasha, you're not Eddie. That's like real heat I have with her. It's like get old over the Eddie shit like be your you're already like a 15 time champion it's time to just be you don't need to be a fanboy anymore you know what I mean yeah um anyway well um I think that's everything we'll talk about in the main episode we're gonna because Mm -hmm. I I want to get to these all these all these bonus uh uh uh, topics we got here yeah you gotta Um, go over to the uh, bonus episode pop a boner and uh get all the hot (laughs) and creaming on pants Content. Aaron oh, saying everything that me and Tulo wish we could say. You know, we want. Oh, good for you. Uh, um, <laughs> you didn't know. Yeah, that's that's actually Seth Rollins. Is, that's another that's cosplay technically. It's him being Christian Bale in Terminator Salvation. Um, people don't popping know that. off at like Mick G or whoever. <laughs> yeah, Mick. That is it is Mick G, right? Yeah. But I don't think he's yelling at Mick G. I think he's yelling at a lighting guy. Yeah, in the background, right? Oh man. Yeah, it's a lighting guy. Um. All right, too low. We're gonna hop over to the bonus episode, guys. Go uh, pop a boner. You, you, we're gonna go pop a boner. Um. But uh. 
Hey, consider becoming a patron right now. Go to patreon.com slash comedians wrestling and you can continue this conversation. You're at your desk right now at the hoagie shop for a couple of bucks a month. Just don't have a coffee today. Have the have the have the stale coffee in the pantry, the free coffee. Yeah. Right? Yes, it has COVID in it. Yes, it's that a taste of Maybe chocolate choice full of that. nuts. Donut shop. Chocolate yeah. full of nuts. It's the, cr- the creamers are, might be covered in COVID. Who knows? But look, yeah. but but uh, you know, wear a mask. Um, <laughs> drink no, your coffee to a mask. I don't know. Anyway, um, also, but you'll be joining us over there. We're going to talk, be talking about more AEW NXT, answering your questions. We got them. People are fired up. They're answering this yeah. pretty fast. Um, uh, the people want our opinion about Zack Ryder's new merch. Uh, but remember, <laughs> also, just want to plug another thing quick. Uh, the Damn Black Attack podcast. Um, Aaron and I have been doing... Uh, an idea I've had for a while that I decided to pull the trigger on the regular guy news. I'm in kind of a news junkie, and we live in a really interesting time right now where there's a lot of miss and disinformation out there. Um, and uh, so I get to the bottom of all the questions I have while I'm watching news. I think it sometimes can be very frustrating. So I dive into it, and by that I mean I read maximum of two articles about every topic and uh, we get into it so this week on the episode it's on the damn black attack podcast feed we are talking about should you wear a mask why a mask why did they say don't wear a mask before but now they say do um what kind of mask should i rock does it matter um are face shields effective some people are rocking the fake shield should Mm -hmm. should we rock masks is Dr. Fauci bad? Some people think Dr. Fauci is bad. What are his credentials, right? Has he ever? What's up with Dr. Fauci? Right. <laughs> um, interesting fact we learned is that in the past, when he was fighting the HIV pandemic, he had to also was uh, was doubted around this point in 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 that, and then went on to be uh, is one of the pioneers of AIDS treatment. Still Called is to the this only day. the only hero of the HIV AIDS uh, epidemic in U.S. government. Right, and then Aaron did a special oh, RGN yeah, exclusive. Yeah, I delivered a special report where she gets to the bottom of. Who the what was it? Americans frontline um, America's workers. frontline doctors. We yeah. profile America's frontline doctors. And if you want to know a little bit about these folks, check out RGN. Right. These are these doctors mm. Donald Trump tweeted out who think that you can um, get you get pregnant from demon oh, sperm. Uh, yeah. And there's a vaccine that makes you not religious and hydroxychloroquine is a cure for COVID-19. So we get to the bottom of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of it sounds basic, but I dive into some pretty, a lot of stuff I didn't know yeah. even about masks and stuff. So check it out um, and uh, check out the Damn Black Attack podcast. We're doing a lot of podcasts. Listen to us and spread the word. If you're liking what we're doing, a lot of you sending me really awesome messages. Yes. Um, but the best thing you could do for this is to send it to a friend and be like, this pod's really cool. Uh, everything I do, I trust word of mouth more than anything. Like that's the means the most to me. So check that out. And, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash means wrestling. Come talk more AW NXT with me and Tulo. We're going to mark out to the extreme and, uh, everybody keep extreme. watching wrestling kisses extreme. Comedians of wrestling. I listen up Wednesday when I go to work. <laughs> This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.